What's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of Shay It Like It Is. I'm your host, Shay, and this pod is here to create a space to be authentically you, discuss controversial topics, testimonies, and share the light of Jesus. If you want to support my podcast, there's a link in my page's bio, or you can leave a rating to help me out. To stay up to date with what's coming up, be sure to follow me on Instagram at shayellis, S-H-A-Y-E, E-L-L-I-S-S. What is up, friends? Welcome back to Shay It Like It Is. I'm super excited to be back. I took a little break there, but we are on episode eight, and I am so excited to share with you what I have to share with you today. Um, I just kind of took a little break and... Now I'm sick, so my voice doesn't sound great, but we're just going to push through it and hope for the best. I just am really excited to share today, so I didn't want to wait any longer. Um, So as most of you know, I went on a trip last week, and I didn't really talk about it a whole lot um, because I just wanted to kind of, I wanted to really dive in and embrace it, put my phone on do not disturb, didn't work. I just really wanted to go all in. What was I going all in on? I went on my first women's retreat. I have never been on a women's retreat before. I've only been on like one other retreat and it was just, it was more like a, an end of the year trip. It wasn't so much a retreat. So this was, this was definitely something that was out of my comfort zone. I did not know any of the women going on this retreat. Um, I actually found it through someone that I follow on Instagram, and I also did a program that she offers. Um, This is the program that I did the emotional word patterning through last year, Um, but it's through a little church group called Chainbreaker Collective, um, and it is based in Idaho, and I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, I just, I was like, you know what? Without even a second thought, I was like, I'm going to do this. So I pretty much immediately signed up. (laughs) Um, It just felt right. And I knew I wasn't going to know anyone except for the person putting on the retreat. And it was a little scary. It was a little scary, not going to lie. The retreat was in Sandpoint, Idaho. Um, We flew into Spokane. And um, we all stayed in this big house with a beautiful view. Um, in Sandpoint, but I just kind of wanted to start from the beginning, I guess, Um, and uh, kind of go from there. Um, I didn't want to get a rental car just because it was like super expensive, and it's, you know, we were going to be at the retreat house most of the time, if not just carpooling with everyone else, so I, we had a group chat with all the people going on this retreat, and they were like, yeah, if you want to carpool with people, just, you know, get it going. So I kind of figured out who was going to be flying in around the same time as me. And I, the retreat just started with, started there for me because I don't like talking to strangers. I don't like hanging out with strangers because then that means small talk, which is like my worst nightmare. Um, and so we just started the retreat off strong with uh, carpooling with a stranger. So um, I carpooled with someone 
and never have met her in my life, but we were messaging back and forth on WhatsApp and we met up and we had a lot of time to kill <laughs> before we could go to the retreat house. So her and I went to brunch together and then we walked around downtown um, Sandpoint, beautiful little town. And honestly, it was the most beautiful day. <laughs> it really was. Um, you know, like getting to know a stranger in that capacity and being able to be vulnerable and meet someone from like a clean slate. She doesn't know anything about me. I don't know anything about her. It was truly just so pure and beautiful and amazing. And her and I actually ended up staying in the same room too. Um, and she was just, oh, it was, she, it was amazing. The whole thing, that whole day was just amazing. Um, and actually backtrack before that, when I was at the airport, I don't talk to people. I just, I literally don't. Like I said, that's my worst nightmare. But I was sitting at a bar working at one of the airport, just restaurants before my flight took off. And there was a man and his son sitting next to me on the, at the bar. And I decided to strike up conversation. Who am I? I don't know. I don't know. I think I was just trying to, I was like, you know what? You need to fully embrace this. So I just like struck up conversation with them. And it was great. And he was like super sweet. And the, the dad was just like talking about how they're going to see his new, his new baby granddaughter. And like, it was just, it was the cutest thing ever. But anyways, um, fast forward to the retreat house. Beautiful. Um, just beautiful, beautiful views. I was, we had like private chef. It was just unbelievable. I felt very, very blessed. Um, but we did a lot of different activities. Um, the first day we actually did a ropes course, which started low, but then we ended up climbing up in the trees at 70 feet in the air, which I'm not, I'm not super afraid of heights. Um, but I think I'm like a healthy amount afraid of heights. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say I have like that fear, but being 70 feet up in the air, I think that we all have like a healthy amount of like, oh, this is a little scary. <laughs> but besides that, you know, it was, I, I was just sweating the entire time. It was a lot of physical work, but I think my anxiety was also just like, okay. <laughs> and so I did actually have to push through some things on there, um, being 70 feet up in the air, you had to climb up these like ladders and I could feel my bot, like my anxiety would start to kick in and I felt my body wanting to shut down and just freeze at 70 feet in the air on this ladder. You can't just freeze, like you can't just freeze. And so I really had to push past that boundary in my brain, that wall, and I just had to push through. And it was just... So it was scary, but I did it. Um, there was another obstacle where there were like boards hanging by ropes that moved back and forth. So they're not stable at all. Um, and I just kind of really, I, I feel like that's kind of a metaphor or just a visual, I should say, of like God's plan for my life or our lives. Like even when it seems to be shaky like I'm going to fall on my face or like the road ahead looks scary. God's got you. 
I was connected to like the whole entire time. There's a, a line above all of the obstacles and you have a harness on and you're like clipped in with this like click it system. And so at no possible time were you ever unclicked. You always had one click on the thing. And so there's no possible way that I would have ever fallen. And so I feel like that's really a metaphor or like I said, a visual for God's plan for our lives. He's always got us, even if it looks scary, even if the road is shaky, even if we look like we're going to fall 70 feet. God's got us, you know? And the the entire, I just want to say, the entire retreat, I feel like the overall overarching arching theme for me was that you, your mind, and your body are stronger than you think. It is stronger than you think. And I'll, I'll go into that a little bit more. But um, another thing we did was we did a cold plunge, which I have never done a cold plunge in my life. That sounded like the worst thing to me. I've never had the desire to do that. I hate the cold. Like I hate the cold, like cold showers. I don't like being cold. And so I, I, this just sounded like something that of no interest to me. But again, this entire time for the retreat, I was like, I will go full all in. I'm going to go all in. Why, why be here if I'm not going to go all in? So I literally was the first to volunteer to do it. I was like, I want to go first. I want to get it over with. I want to go first. This is the thing that I'm like most scared of. So I want to go. So we had someone who was walking us through like breathing as we did it. And honestly, I don't know if I would have been able to do it without her. I mean, I'm sure that I could have pushed through, but she just helped so much. She helped so much just with praying before, getting your mind really in that, in that mindset to get in there and breathing. So I'm getting ready before um, you kind of hold yourself and just kind of you show your nervous system. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're good. I've got you. So then once you get in, you have to just get all the way in, all the way up to your neck, like neck, not your shoulders, all the way up to your neck. I don't remember the science behind it, but like apparently if you go up to your neck, it's, it, it helps with your nervous system and it calms you down. Cause if you don't go up to there, it is a whole lot harder for your body to calm down. So immediately I get in there. I think the water was up upper 30, 30 in the thirties, um, of the degrees. And when I first got in there, you guys, I could not breathe. I was like, <laughs> she was like, breathe, like breathe, come on, breathe in. Cause I, cause when you get in, you have to blow your air out. So as you get in blowing your air out and I'm blowing it out. And as I'm blowing it out, it's like, <laughs> like, cause you're freezing and your body's going into like shock. And so then I'm trying to breathe in and I'm like, (laughs) and I couldn't breathe and I have like asthma. So this was scary. This was like what an asthma attack feels like, but she was like, breathe, you can breathe, just breathe, just breathe. And I was like, you're right. I can just breathe. Like your mind really tries to freak you out sometimes because your body's in shock, which it's trying to save you, but you're not in danger in this, you know, you are not in danger in this cold plunge. And so you really have to calm your heart and your mind. And then, I was just, and then I just started breathing, breathing. And they were telling us, you know, stay in two to five minutes. 
you can make it to two, and then you could, you know, two to five minutes. And I was like, in my head before, when they told me that, I was like, oh, I am staying in for five minutes. I am doing that. So anyways, I'm in there. I'm not moving a single inch. I'm just like calm. And I really had to bring myself to a place of peace, like thinking of nothing, not about not thinking of my circumstance, which was freezing, not, I, I just, and the view was beautiful. You know, we had this view of like the lake and these trees and we were, we were kind of up on a mountain. So it was just beautiful. So I just looked out and I just, this was, I feel like this was the first time that I was really able to just like not think about anything at all. It was just, my mind was completely clear, which was really freeing because I feel like a lot of times I'm overthinking or I'm thinking about work or I'm thinking about this or that. And so I really just kind of took myself out of my mind and out of my body and just kind of rested in a place of peace. And literally two minutes went by. It felt like 20 seconds. This was the, and I, I did end up, I ended up staying in for five minutes. It was the quickest five minutes of my life. You guys like this was, it was wild. And, um, yeah, so I stayed in for five minutes around the four minute mark though. My, my like, um, arms, my, uh, what do they call it? My wrists started getting a little cold. I think like my veins maybe were just like, okay, it's cold in here. But I ended up staying in for the five minutes. Um, after that, I went into the sauna that they had there and felt great because I love the heat. And so I um, was in there. And right after I got out, I felt so good. I just felt so relaxed and zen, I guess. I don't know what other word to use. I just felt super at peace and just so relaxed and I think I was also just really proud of myself for for doing that um and that kind of brings me into another thing is there's there's a lot of things that I did this weekend that I was proud of myself for and that I didn't think I could do um and a lot of it I had to kind of get out of my own head to do it because in my head, my overthinking is like, you can't do that. Don't even try. Um, And the overthinking also gets me to think, overthink about other people, like uh, other people judging me. Like I can't do this as well as they can, or they can, they can see how awkward I'm being right now. You know, just constantly thinking about what they're thinking about me. An example, there was a there was an exercise where we had to partner up with someone that we didn't know, like we knew the least in the group, and you had to kind of like just sit with them and just kind of feel their energy and just kind of kind of pick up who they are as a person without words. So no words, um, and at the end you had to look into their eyes. And for like a while, like, I don't know, it felt like a long time, but I think it was only 30 seconds, but honestly, it felt like a lot longer than that. I have a hard time looking people in their eyes. Like if I'm having a conversation with you and I know you personally, I can look in your eyes all day. But 
looking into a stranger's eyes, I don't know what it is about it. It makes me so uncomfortable and I feel very awkward and I feel like they can feel how awkward I am feeling. Like I just feel like it's an exchange and they can feel how awkward I'm feeling. (laughs) And then we had to walk around the room. Again, no talking. We had to walk around the room and meet everyone in the eye. Meet everyone in the eye and like make eye contact. I felt so uncomfortable which is good. I mean, I'm getting out of my comfort zone, but I felt so uncomfortable. And I know for a fact that no one was thinking about me or how awkward I felt, or maybe I thought I was being awkward, but I wasn't. No one was thinking about that. And so it was all in my own head. And I feel like that's, that's for a lot of us. We're literally like, even, or if you're like, say you're at the gym and you're like, oh, they're staring at me. They're looking at me doing this exercise. Like I'm probably doing it wrong you know, no one's, no one cares. No one's look. no one's judging you. No one's looking at you. Like they might look at you for a second, but like, they're not thinking about you. They're not. They, they don't care. They're thinking about them most likely or what's going on in their world. So that's really something that was eye opening to me. Um, along with like something else that was outside my comfort zone is we did something called booty like B-U-T-I, it's a type of kind of dance yoga movement thing. It was amazing and fun. But I felt so like stupid almost and just like awkward because I have, I, I didn't ever really notice this because I, I lift weights and so I was like, I'm in shape, like I can, I can move my body. No, I have such a lack of control over my body like when it comes to dancing and movement I felt so awkward and I was like they are probably judging me because I can't do this movement or because I'm doing this or because I'm doing that no no you guys I I talked to people after that and they felt the same way they were just like oh I can't move that way anymore or oh blah blah you know they were feeling the same way about themselves didn't care about me they were thinking about themselves we were all thinking oh they're like they're probably judging me because I can't do this no no one cares no one cares most of the time you're not the only one feeling a certain way like selfishly a lot of times I think I'm the only one feeling a certain way and I'm not and that gave me some peace and I feel like it should give you some sort of peace that there's other people that are feeling the exact same way as you. You're just like, let it go. No one cares. We're all like human. And so most of us are like thinking about ourselves and how we look. And like, we're not thinking about other people. Not once did I look at someone in that room doing the dancing and think, oh, and like judge them. Not once. I was too focused on myself and the like, instructor doing the movements so I just I really thought that that was a big takeaway for me um but another thing is which I knew this already I'm an introvert shout out introverts raise the roof that's me 100% I have a little bit of social anxiety I push through it but there are times when I need to retreat from people. And 
So during the retreat, I just had to listen to my body. I mean, you, you just need to listen to your body and it'll tell you what you need. I'm, I was around like 18 women for four days. It was a big house, but still there were times when I needed to retreat from the retreat and spend time alone. And that's okay. I didn't need to push it. You don't need to push it. If you need to be alone, then just then be alone. And other people will understand. Now, there is balance there. You, you can't just spend the entire time alone. I had to push past. Sometimes there, I wanted to be alone, but that was my social anxiety talking. I just didn't want to put the effort in and talking to people. And that is not what the retreat was about. And that's not what life is about. We can't just let our social anxiety win. You know, we're introverts and that's okay. You're allowed to be an introvert and you're allowed to take a little time to yourself. But you can't just let your anxiety win all the time. So I did have to push myself to talk to other people. And I met a lot of beautiful people. Beautiful souls. And so... I mean, look where it gets you, you know, talk to strangers. It's so uncomfortable and it sounds like the most un, like terrible thing in the world. But if you're at the airport and they look nice, <laughs> just strike up a conversation. Even if they don't look nice, they're pro- even if they have like a, you know, an RBF, we all know what that is. Um, just like strike up a conversation, say hi, where are you, where are you headed? That's what I did. And it, I mean, I did it on my way there and on my way back because I wanted to challenge myself. I didn't talk to like everyone, but like I, if I was sitting by them. Most of the time I talked to them. I didn't on my flight that was at 1 a.m., but all the other flights I did. And it was great. And actually, this is a side note. On my way back from the retreat, I saw that same man and his son and they, I was sitting, and they came up to me, and he, he was like, hey, hey, and I was like, oh my gosh, hi. He like came up to me, and he showed me pictures of his new granddaughter, and he showed me pictures of them like water rafting, and it was just the cutest thing ever. Like the joy in this man's eyes to see his grandbaby was so beautiful. It was just so cute, and I, this is the man that I talked to at the bar on my way to the retreat. And so that was just, I just thought that was crazy. But anyways, I just, I think it's okay to listen to your body, but it, it's also, there are times when you need to push through it because sometimes I feel like we may need more time to ourselves because we might be feeling depressed or we might be feeling down and you need to push through that because a healthy amount of time is good for re- resetting yourself. But if you're needing like so much time to yourself, you might need to look inward and think about why. And then you, because your body might be wanting to retreat, but maybe what you need to do is the opposite and you need to get around people, which feels so unnatural for our bodies and our minds, especially when we're feeling depressed or anxious. But you have to, you guys, if I have to say one thing, you have to push through it. You have to push past it. You do. It's going to be so hard, but... Like I said, your mind and your body are stronger than you think. They're so much stronger than you think. So I think that sometimes it's okay to observe and sometimes you need to push yourself. And so that's what I did. Sometimes I observed 
and sometimes I pushed myself. And I just, honestly, that retreat was everything I needed. Um, I do feel like I've been in kind of a season of, I've been in a season of reset, but I also feel like I've almost been in the wilderness a little bit. Um, I was, you know, part of that church for three plus years, so involved. And now I'm here in Tennessee and my church is 45 minutes away. I'm not really involved in the church. I was when I first moved here, but it's a, it's a very far drive. And if I try to foster any relationships with that church, they're 45 minutes away. Um, I'm still going to church, obviously, but it's just a little harder to get involved in that church. And I want to get involved in music. And again, it's really hard to get involved in music at that specific church I'm going to. And so I know that God's calling me to a higher place, and I know that he has big plans for me. But I don't know what those are. And I've just been feeling very, like I said, just kind of in the wilderness. And so this retreat really showed me that it's okay to be in this place. It's okay to feel this way. And I just need to trust God and kind of just breathe in his name. Yahweh. It's technically... It's a breath. It's a breath of air, the name Yahweh. And so I just really learned that I need to breathe and I need to trust and everything's going to be okay. He'll, he'll tell me what he, what he needs me to do. He'll, he'll help me grow and, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll help me grow. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So he'll, he'll get me there, wherever it is, wherever that is, whatever it is, he'll get me there. So yeah, that was, that was my trip, guys. It was um, so beautiful. That lake there was so clear. It was so amazing. Um, and I, I'm definitely, I definitely need to do another one of those for sure. <laughs> um, there's also a Bible study through Chainbreaker Collective called Wild at Heart that I'm definitely wanting to do. <laughs> so um, keep an eye on Instagram if you want to go through that with me. Maybe I'll um, post about it, but I definitely want to do that soon. But thank you guys so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, if you guys enjoy listening, if you could do me a favor and rate and follow and it'll allow others to be reached. This will allow my podcast to be reached by others. Um, if you just leave a rating and follow the podcast, um, I would really, really appreciate that. But thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a beautiful, sunny, bright day. And stay beautiful. <laughs>